Travis, what would you do if you found out that the end of the world was coming tomorrow? Like, how do you mean? It's a pretty simple question. No, it's not. Are we talking monsters and aliens? Are we talking volcanoes? Or are we talking about the world's running out of sugary cereal? Oh, I guess there are a lot of ways people could imagine it. But to answer your question, I would probably listen to the radio. Wanna join me, Joel? Yeah, all right. Welcome to Barnyard News. Reporting out in the field, I'm Henrietta Coop. Today's top headline, rumors that the sky may indeed be falling. Here's Maybelle Heffer with the story. It was in this very pasture that a local rooster started spreading his message this morning. Tales of potential doom that threatens to end life on this farm as we know it. The sky! It's falling! It's falling, I tell you! We're all going to be in big trouble! I say, listen here, son! It's the sky! It's falling, I say! This message, adopted by some, ignored by others, has been spread all over the farm and is causing quite the stir. Pigs have started cleaning up their act. Goats have given up chewing on everything in sight. And the ducks, well, they have dismissed this whole thing as quackery. Your message has caused quite the stir here on the farm. Is that what you wanted? Well, it better cause something to happen. The, the, the sky! The sky is falling! Let me tell you again. The sky! It's falling, I tell you. Way up there, that blue thing, the one with the clouds and airplanes, yeah, that's all coming down, and I don't know about you, but the sky is falling! And I wouldn't want to be caught unawares due to the sky falling. So, what makes you think that the sky is falling? Well, that's a funny story, you see. I was walking along outside looking for bugs or grains or grass to nibble on. I'm a chicken, you see. That's kind of a lot in our life. Anyway, as I was out doing that, you know, because that's what we do, something hit me on the head. I therefore came to the conclusion that, as I've been saying all day, that the sky is falling! The sky is falling! The sky is falling! There you have it. Something hit the rooster on the head, and he took it to mean that the sky is falling. A shocking development. Have we heard from the head of the research herd? Not yet. They're still investigating the scene. Looks like they're just grazing right now. Hmm. Yes, so it does. I'll look into it. I look forward to seeing what you uncover. In the meantime, let's get back to the programming at hand. How's the book, Dustin? The book? Oh, the Chicken Little story? It's okay, I guess. I don't know if I really get the whole point of the story. Yeah? Yeah. I gave up on it and listened to the radio instead. At least that I can understand. (laughs) Sounds like a good idea. Miss Tabitha, I haven't seen you for ages. Hi, Sage. Good to see you, too. Yeah, where have you been? Oh, I had some family business to take care of, but I'm back. And I figured I'd borrow Mr. Jacob's portable radio and enjoy a quiet morning here at the park. What are you up to today? Oh, you know, just trying to fit in as much as I can until the days of freedom are over. Huh? Days of freedom? Over? I think she's talking about the end of summer, Dustin. Yeah, I gotta have as much fun as I can before it's all over, and then... The age of darkness. (laughs) School's not that bad. (laughs) No, but it's not that great either. Let's face it, 
Sitting inside and listening to lessons and doing assignments will never be as good as having all the freedom to do whatever we want every day. Gotta agree with you on that. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Can I play with you, Sage? Sure. Weren't you going to listen to the radio with me, Dustin? I will, but Sage is right. I've got to do as much as I can before the end of summer comes. All right. Do you mind if I keep listening? Nope. Go ahead. <sighs> Hold on, Sage. I've got to rest for a bit. Want a juice pack? My mom gave me a couple extras. Thanks. So, have you two been getting your summer's worth of fun? Yeah, it's hard work being a kid, but you know, it's gotta be done. So, what have you been doing? Playing games on your tablet? You're reading a book about summer? Or going back to school? No and no. It's a book about the, well, the end of the world. Ooh, I love sci-fi books. It's not really a science fiction book, Sage. It's more of a Bible study book. Bible study book? What's the Bible have to do with the end of the world? Everything in it happened thousands of years ago. Well, most of it did. But there are parts where God kind of gives us a glimpse into some of the things that haven't happened yet. You mean, about the future? I'm pretty sure that's what she said, Sage. I know that's what she said, Dustin. I was speaking in an astonished manner. Yes, the future. In the Gospels, Jesus talks a lot about what will happen when the world ends. Stuff about how God will judge us all for all of the things we've done. How if we trust in him that we will be saved from death and that he is getting a new home ready for us. A new home. That's heaven, right? That's right. All of the troubles of this world will disappear and we will be with God forever, just like he wanted it to be in the beginning. That sounds good to me. It does? Yeah. Is there a problem, Sage? Not... Really? I don't usually hear people say that the end of the world is going to be a good thing. Usually people talk about how everything is going to be destroyed and how there's going to be fear and death and suffering. Does the Bible talk about that too? It does. Don't get me wrong. For the people who haven't believed that Jesus has died for their sins, it's not going to be a good time. That's why in verses like Matthew 28, 19, God tells us to go tell the world about him and what he's done for them. He wants everyone to be saved from the destruction of the world and instead to be with him forever. He's waiting as long as possible so more will be saved, but someday, when we least expect it, the end will come. Hmm. So where does the Bible say all of this? I don't have it all memorized, but we can look it up on my tablet. Here you go. Alright, so the first thing I want to look up is Bible verses that talk about the end of the world. I know this is kind of important Bible study stuff, but can I listen to the radio while you girls work on that? No problem. So, did you find the Bible verses about what Miss Tabitha was talking about, Sage? Yeah, it all checks out, Dustin. 2 Peter 3 talks about how God is patiently waiting for people to turn to him because he doesn't want anyone to perish. John 3.16 says God sent Jesus so that anyone who believes in him will not perish. And Matthew 24 is a big chapter that talks about how things are going to get really bad and then Jesus will come and make it all right again. Though no one except God knows when that's gonna happen. I guess Miss Tabitha knows what she's talking about. I try anyway. 
I can't say I understand it all, though. I found some websites that say some stuff about a thousand years in China and something called tribulation. It's all kind of confusing. The Bible talks about China? Where? I couldn't find it. It is confusing. The truth is, a lot of the stuff you read about the end times is the result of many scholars and researchers digging deep into the Bible and trying to find answers. Digging deep? I mean, they looked really hard at the Bible and they came up with their best explanations about what God is going to do. The problem is, not all of them came up with the same answers. Some ideas are pretty good and some I don't see in the Bible at all. But whatever God's got in mind, the important thing is for us to live for Him and share what He has done with others so they can be saved too. So how do we do that? Tell everybody they're going to be destroyed at the end of the world if they don't trust God? Somehow, I do not see that one going too well, Destin. <laughs> well, God has shown me that he uses all sorts of messages to reach people and bring them to him, but I have found that trying to scare people into trusting God isn't usually the best method. Yeah, I don't like it when people try to scare me. Yeah, it's kind of a jerk move, but it's true, though. They won't live forever with God if they don't trust him, right? So what is the best way to tell people? That's a pretty big question, and I think God's made each one of us differently so we can all share our faith in different ways. Verses like 1 Corinthians 12, 4 tell us that we each have gifts from God to serve others, and though they're all different, the same God is working in all of them. So how do I know which way is how God wants me to tell others about Him? I'm not sure, but the best way I've found to figure that out is to start by loving other people like you love yourself, and by loving God above everything else. When you do that, God tends to make things a lot clearer. That's good, because all of this stuff we've been learning is a lot. I'm going to have to talk to my parents about this. I was going to say, you probably will want to talk to them about the stuff we've been talking about. They'll be able to explain a lot more. Yeah, I'm going to go do that right now, actually. What's the hurry? You heard, Miss Tabitha. We never know when God's going to show up. And I want to get started telling people about God as soon as possible. Bye. See you later, Sage. How about you, Dustin? Are you off to spread salvation? I don't know what that means, but I do have to get home. Lunchtime is coming up, and I've got to get this book back to the library on the way. Maybe get one that's a little more understandable. All right, good luck. Want me to turn off the radio before I go? I've got it, no worries. <laughs>